Welcome to Women's Brew, where women talk about beer. We may be slowly making our way towards warmer weather, but in today's episode, we're all about Umbar's cold IPA. I'm Joanne, and this is Tori. Hello. And we're two beer-loving women on a mission to get more people drinking and talking about great beer. Come join us. Well, today we're very excited. We have got Jordan from Unbarred with us. Hello and welcome. Hello, welcome. how are you? Good, how are you? Very good, thank you. Thanks for having Welcome. Um, can you thank tell us a little bit about who you are, who the brewery is, what you do, why you might be here to talk to us today? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm Jordan Moore. I'm the head brewer and founder of Unbarred. And Unbarred started in, in Hove, part of Brighton and Hove. Uh, in in a shed literally in my garden and managed to register that as Hove's first nano brewery and from there I went to the first brewery where I very quickly worked my way up to head brewer and got my qualification at the Institute of Brewing and Distilling and from there I got headhunted or or poached by a contract brewery Um, at the time they were a very small outfit only a 500 litre Braumeister, uh, you, you know, the ones where you like, like the ball in the bag. Yep. And uh, I, they had about four tanks at the time, and I started brewing on that. Um, and they were like, well, if you can sell those tanks, we'll get more. And now they're a very big outfit. Um, I was brewing uh, that, sorry, that got scaled up uh, to an American kit, uh, SS Brewtech, like the homebrew kit. It was like the first commercial. Uh, import to the UK and uh, I was brewing for lots of local breweries and international breweries uh, some now who are friends and very large commercial breweries uh, all the way up to Goose Island and so I brewed a lot of different styles worked for a lot of different breweries and um, yeah from that point I was literally designing the beer brewing it selling it delivering it out the back of my car and that then became our new home i say new home now it's two and a half years ago we got our home in brighton which is a a tap room uh with 14 taps and uh the brewery uh grew four times in in two and a half years even considering that we were only open for six months and, and covid hit us um so yeah it's been a good story a growth story and um the beers are very much a reflection of the town and growing up with lots of creatives around us uh brighton is uh, an amazing creative place um we use different photographers illustrators uh visual artists work with as many um people as we can locally to, to create the cans which i know hopefully you've got some there um and 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 just show lots of diversity we we don't want to be held as uh, a, a hazy brewery or just uh, an adjunct brewery we want to go on a journey of pushing quality control behind as as many far out there ideas there are um but with 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 quality and consistency so um yeah a lot of people hopefully uh uh, that have jumped on the journey with us so of getting more people involved so opportunities like this is uh great to share the story <laughs> i was gonna say like, I, th- I think from like my so i'm only about like probably about an hour and a half away from you like i'm not i'm Berkshire, i'm near reading um so i'm not massively i was trying far to go away. to you uh on friday actually i was yeah. going to go to siren but Were the you? <laughs> yeah i was there on saturday <laughs> so <Were you? laughs> yeah i was there saturday i was meeting a friend for lunch and we went from siren across to elusive um i didn't go on friday Amazing. because i was like i'm not i'm not gonna venture out in this weather and i think they um the wind came and broke their front door and then the oh, Saturday yeah. the power was out so no. <laughs> it was exciting yeah exciting times not really exciting for them in a good way but it was no. but I'm not no. massively far away from you and um sometimes I help out like full circle at festivals and stuff and they were coming yeah. down to do your your birthday thing and I was like I mean I I can work that if you want I'm not I'm not massively far and then it ended up not happening and oh, I was amazing. so gutted because I was like I wanted to go down to one bar I just haven't made the t- it's that thing of like you don't make the time to do it yeah. until like you have a reason to and then like I love I love Brighton like I love all that and 
yeah. it's just like oh this is a this is the reason that I needed um my husband went on a stag do somewhere and I kept and it was between um, Brighton somewhere else and I kept trying to say no no you want to go to Brighton because then I can give you like a good list of places that you guys can go to drink and you guys were on the <laughs> list of, like, like you have to go there and then yeah like bring me bring me a beer back and they vetoed him on it so I was really gutted I was like oh, I didn't get my free beer delivery from you thanks <laughs> well hopefully this year we'll, we'll have our birthday it'll be the third year we've been there and because of COVID again we haven't been able to celebrate it <laughs> so fingers fingers firmly crossed, fingers crossed yeah, be I'll definitely yeah. Yeah. Unlucky, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'll definitely be down with that <laughs> <laughs> Really right, so, excited. yeah excited right so one of the things that we want to talk to talk about today was the cold ipa yes that, um, i believe is released now is it released it's released now isn't it just literally just, just yeah. last week yeah yes so perfect people will be able to get this um what is a cold ipa <laughs> That was my main yeah. question. First I was question. like, Joe, is this going to be a really stupid yeah, question? Like, and she I was, was like, no. I, I feel dim. And she was like, no, no, no. No, I've <laughs> heard of them. I know they're big in America at the minute. I think that they're, they're just creeping it. over here. So do you want to tell they us? Are they're going to pour over, it. Yeah. Do you is want to tell us what they are? Yeah. So cold IPA um, and what we pulled from it is uh, basically uh, IPA, without a doubt. Cold bin, um, referring to the yeast that we use. So we've used a lager yeast or a Pilsner yeast in this okay. beer. And um, so we fermented at ale temperatures. So it's technically not fermented cold at the beginning of school. Um, you let it rip and you let the hops work with that. And the hop, what really interested me with this is using a Pilsner strain, uh, beginning a bit of biotransformation from high fermentation with loads of really tropical juicy hops, which you may probably see in a Nipah. Yeah. Um, but then in the body of it, um, we use 30% rice holes, which you would, okay. uh, not rice holes, sorry, rice and rice holes, because it turns to a gelatinous mess and is a nightmare to de- deal with uh, on the lautering. Um, But that would help basically clean up the body and make it um, a background feature. So, it's crisp. Um, I mean, it's eight point four percent. It drinks well. Hopefully, you think it does. It drinks a lot lighter than that. Uh, yeah, it does. But like when you were saying fruity, like the the Nipah type, like yeah, even the smell you get fruity yeah. and the taste is just this like lovely fruitiness. But that big like crisp bite to it. It's, mm. Oh, it's pretty beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. I'm. I'm. I'm particularly happy with this beer as a moment is um, bringing lots of new different science together and, 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 and doing a hybrid of different styles of IPAs, but it's definitely not an IPL or a heavily dry hop lager. It is a warm fermented Pilsner <laughs> um, with hops used in, in a modern way. And then you can use uh, Krausening is what uh, Wayfinder American brewery that, that are doing it successfully and, and speaking about it quite a lot. Um, so they're taking off yeast from another lager or Pilsner that's fermenting off the top and putting that back into this beer to help clean it and finish it off at the end. Um, we had no issue cleaning this beer up anyway. The, the yeast went crazy all the way through and at the end just clean everything up beautifully and then we logged it really cold uh on on even more dry hops as well um but yeah we we won't allow or we're trying not to allow people to have pints of this in the tap room because <laughs> people Honestly. want on this <laughs> yeah I, it tastes like a session beer when you said 8.4 8. I, yeah, like, I was like what no mm. especially no. like I've, I've had a last few days of like quite heavy drinking and i was like <laughs> got a rally got a rally got to do it again tonight as you did. um but i didn't even look at the abvs then you're no. like 8.4 percent. i was like hang on a minute let me just have another look at yeah. that because it does not <laughs> yeah right. i was like uh, oh yeah i know so, i know yeah. our session levels like since covid have like risen from normal <laughs> session yeah. levels to like six seven percent but yeah this is very smooth drinking yeah <laughs> it's absolutely beautiful right. to look at Mm. so yeah it's pretty really pretty crystal clear isn't yeah. it there's, there's not much haze on there at all either right. and um yeah so working with sort of the, the lager s aspect of it as well is, is we did find it um all natural findings uh still vegan um but we wanted to go with that and and a good 
lacing that goes down the glass like you would a lager. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's actually creating a really uh, subtle base just for all the hops to shine. And I, and I think that's what really helps mistake you for how strong it is because there's there's no big heavy body to go with yeah. that ABV. Um, you just you're chasing that that hop juice. <laughs> it, it, literally, and I'm so I'm, I'm usually like a darks drinker mm-hmm. and she usually passes all of I her do, hoppy yeah, beers to me and i love it i'm like that's cool <laughs> <laughs> um a galaxy and idaho seven are not my faves but they're absolutely beautiful in this like you're really getting oh, the great. fruit <laughs> from them you were like, where's, say, this going? It. You're like where's this going <laughs> it's a very getting, smooth drink like, but it's awful because i pick up like the vegetalness of heavily hop things really easily and it puts me off a bit but this is it's all fruit yeah. Right, and we've we, through our IPA series, uh, NEPA series we did last year. Um, we find personally, anyway, S- Galaxy can be used in the wrong way. It's not necessarily the hop itself. I've found if people go straight up Galaxy, we'll just put loads of Galaxy in. It's a really expensive, lovely tropical hop. Great, that'll do the job. But Galaxy has loads of cohumulanes and you get so much bitterness. And yeah. like you say, I, I find if you put it in the boil, you're going to get that vegetable character coming through. If, if you put too much during dry hopping, you get that vegetable yeah. grassy. It doesn't go away and it stays quite bitter. And it's really disappointing. So um, with Galaxy, we go quite subtle on high fermentation, maybe a tiny bit in Whirlpool. Yeah. Just don't don't overdo it and you'll only get the lovely tropical high notes of it yeah yeah where did you first hear about cold ipas like did you was there a particular brewery or a particular person I think it that was you wayfinder yeah. yeah yeah and i think it was wayfinder in the states i'm pretty sure they're the first ones i had to basically i had to pull together this year um well, it was my own task, but uh, <laughs> I wanted to do every other month um, a, a double brew of an IPA and looking for all the different IPAs, what they could be. Maybe we'll do a hybrid. And um, But the first one, when I started really digging into it and uh, found, yeah, Wayfinder had done this cold IPA. Um, yeah, just absolutely fascinated me. And um, yeah, fortunately, it's come out good. <laughs> yeah, it's really lovely. What really can you easy. tell us? What other <laughs> IPAs are going to be in the series that you're planning? Is that a secret? No, not too big a secret. We 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 haven't announced it anywhere. I don't think. Um, but we are going to do a New England IPA, like we've done before, but very different. Uh, we're going to do a No Coast, which we oh. did uh, a beer called Central IPA uh, last year, which um, again uh, really enjoying some bitterness. In, in beers again um but used in the right way so it was uh, last time it was it was juicy hazy but not opaque um but it had just this clean underlying bitterness and it was just long and gentle that just makes you salivate and want more yeah so really enjoying going on this of bringing back um bitterness in beers so we're going to do another no case which will which have some bitterness but using New England methods with, with getting really juicy characters from the hops. Um, we're going to do a black IPA, oh, which black I've done IPA. before. <laughs> and I love a black IPA. I love a black, black IPA. IPA. I'm so happy I'm right near Elusive <laughs> and Andy loves black IPAs because yeah. I'm just Excellent. like cha more black IPAs. It's great. <laughs> Brilliant. So we'll definitely be doing that. Um, and uh, a Belgian IPA oh, um, yes. using uh, Le Chouf's uh, yeast strain, or yeast strain, um, which we do um, in a similar beer called Free Bees, a Belgian beach IPA, Belgian IPA. Um, and yeah, I think that's probably the six. We're also going to do, but it's not quite part of the series, um, but we're working with Ron Patterson, who's uh, a historian uh, in, in the beer world. <laughs> Um, and he's working with us and, and giving us a, a, a recipe that was used in World War Two. Oh, wow. We're going to uh, be in our town during World War Two, which um, more likely you'd have just asked for a beer. And this is what he would have got, you know, yeah. like a 3.8% trad beer. 
Um, oh, wow. So again, uh, the excitement of um, old school being the new school. Okay. No, I, I think that's so interesting. Like I always find it, you should do like a whole series that are like old style beer of like when you'd go in a particular date or location to be like, I'd like a beer, please. And what yeah. is the style of what you'd likely be given and stuff? Because I just, I find that so interesting to, to know historically if you were drinking a beer in, you know, hundreds of years ago, like, oh, what would the normal be? Like, if I went in and I was like, beer, please, what would the normal be? So I find that so yes. interesting to like play around with that as well. That idea is insane. Looking forward to yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's going to be a really good one. And we've, managed to find loads of local uh, uh facebook groups where they're doing like brighton past and there's some amazing pictures of so many famous uh buildings um that were obviously around during the time or the regency brighton buildings yeah and you can then see pictures of like gunners on the beach um and then people walking across the street and you know it's of the time we've obviously got like rockabillies now and curled back hair but it's like it was of that style so you can see everyone walking around with this really cool style during world war Two. um so to dig into the depths of the history of it as well and, and do a bit of a the nuance of uh the mash tun and 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 not so much about um big hop uh you know explosions um for me as, as a geek that's <laughs> really interesting <laughs> yeah right people forget like i was reading something the other day and someone was like oh people forget about malt they forget that that's an important ingredient in beer. It is. It is. And they do. It's, like, it's all about the hops. What hops are in it? What's this in it? Well, actually, we've made yeah. it with this list of amazing grains. Yeah. Like, even like even the different like yeast strains and stuff. It would be yeah, so interesting. It would well. be so interesting to see like a series where it's like one style of beer, but you're using you're playing around with the different yeast strains, or like you said, the different you know malt bills you can do. And I I think like something like that with a focus actually isn't on the hops but you know the particular style that it is and how it's changing depending on those other ingredients versus the hops. I think that would just be so interesting. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, it's so much, so far to go with it. So far to go with it, yeah. (laughs) So many things you can do. You mentioned about having like really amazing artists there and obviously you you used your your local artists and the people that, you know, you you get inspiration from that. What is the inspiration behind the label for the Cold IPA? So the Cold IPA label here... um, with us doing uh, an IPA tour, we're calling it, or an IPA series this year, um, with a lot of IPAs, it's quite hard to come to a concept of a label. So this is um, Snap Clicker, who is a visual artist, and he spray painted uh, right around the corner from the brewery, which is extremely hard in Brighton to find any wall space left. Um for the first of the series and we're going to work with five more uh local artists to do um hopefully a wall if they can but what what they're actually all going to do in common is they're going to do a giant uh canvas each and then at the end of the year we're going to do a big auction uh hopefully at soho house which is just about to open up in brighton and we're going to auction the whole lot away and all of the proceeds go to Audio Active, which is a local charity um, giving young people the opportunity to have a creative outlet through music uh, and training and support. And there's some amazing acts that have, have come from this programme. So, again, visual creativity going back into community, which beer, community, perfect alignment and then back into the music industry and supporting local youth. That is amazing. (laughs) That is, yeah, like, I don't know. I can't even, all I can say is that's amazing. Like, just the concept of, you've thought that out so well about like, yeah, we're going to do this label, but then also we're going to do this. And then we're going to raise money off of it. Like, that is nice. Well done. (laughs) Constantly creating more and more and more projects. Yeah. (laughs) You must have like all the free time in the world. Like, you're probably, how are you... I mean, this was probably like nothing to just jump on here. No, of course. I'm like, how are you even on here right now? How are you not like doing charity time. stuff? Like, yeah. what is- time to do all the right things, but it's it's things like these projects that keep me going. Um, that that really keep forcing it. You know, the uh, 
the, the brewing schedule hasn't been dialed into every single brew for the entire year, but the big projects like this are standing out and there's a clear timeline and there's a clear goal at the end of it. Um, but I still have more ideas of what I'd like us to produce than we physically can um, mm. at our current site. Um, we just can't get everything done. So, yeah, if I had more people in a bigger brewery, we'd be able to do even more. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I guess the way. Here's hoping that in the, you know, in the coming next few years of being in that location, you can continue to grow and and be able to like hit that optimal brew schedule of what you want. Because I think like the stuff you guys we do are looking. Just... We yeah, thank you. We are big site on the size of what we're doing now, and then that will give us opportunities to have even bigger projects. We got a small barrel aging project, but um, we got a really big idea for lots of different things that we'd like to do and, and, and incorporate in that site. So yeah more to go for but yeah thank you I, I, I think we're on track to get there <laughs> <laughs> I think I've, I've I want to crack open the juicy if I'm gonna crack open the juicy yeah, yeah I think I'm gonna crack open the juicy I'm gonna save the rest of my my cold IPA yeah. for after this when I can do my sad my sad beer oh, photo okay, thing nice. so I can yeah take my notes and everything <laughs> <laughs> yeah so we've got juicy as well to have a little try of that's got a lovely label too. I've also got here, while we were talking about the series of um, IPAs, I've got one of, I believe this is one of the other yes. versions. This is Ella and that's Big the Secret. Yeah. I was going to say, that's got a photo of the pier on yeah, it. Yeah, and that's it? got the, the pier on it, If for anyone that's watching the video. That's got one the, of those as well. So that was all local photographers, some amateur, some professional um, giving a, a view of Brighton from, from more of what a local would see rather than a stick of rock and a, and a seagull. Yeah. Um, so we got loads of just really interesting sites and, and places you would know around Brighton if you walked for a little bit yeah. Um, rather than tourist guides. But uh, yeah, we had, yeah, that was hard because we did one every single month this year. Oh. I've decided to do a bigger volume every other month but get more behind the, the programme for each one. <laughs> It's it's funny you mentioned the sticker rock because I remember like obviously I've I mean maybe not obvious to you but I've I've not lived here my whole life so it's that thing of like I remember somebody going on holiday and saying like oh yeah I went and I and I bought or like a rock and I was like you think like a rock yeah like a and pebble. and it, I was like I don't understand like why would you buy so somebody confused. a rock as like as like a as a present like I don't really understand and they were like a stick of rock I was like I don't understand don't what know. does that mean and then they showed it and I was like oh it's just the context they were using it they were like I brought home like a a, a rock some a rock, rock yeah. and I was like that's a weird thing so I was like you can get that for free you don't have to buy that <laughs> <laughs> and it was just yeah so you say like stick a rock just brought back memories to me being like what are you talking about i know now so there it makes go. sense that, that is that is the tourist street <laughs> so classic british british seaside yeah i'll stick a rock home i've learned that i've learned that now um so you had mentioned obviously you had gone from sort of the shed to like the you had a whole progress up until you didn't just go directly into sort of your own brewing space um your own independent brewing space in that sense um on this level anyways so are there things that you miss from you know shed life as I'll call it um or are there things that you're like I am so happy that I don't have to deal with any of that anymore oh tough question i know this is the journalist side of me coming out i've got to use my brain on those questions (laughs) well you know the last um i would say probably the last unless we got a collab or or we're very short staffed i'm very rarely on the brew house anymore because i'm it sounds really pretentious but i'm managing director now (laughs) (laughs) um so but being md is mostly people coming to you with problems yeah you, <laughs> um but you know I'm, I'm i'm pushing marketing i'm pushing sales uh operations i'm sort of head of operations currently got a new guy starting next week can't wait Yay. um so I'm covering a lot of different things all at the same time if someone said to me we can not anything must that be beautiful but i know if i do that then the business will suffer <laughs> because I need to be able to focus and give everyone the support they need in their departments and push everything else forward. So 
it's uh it would feel like a holiday if you could take my worries away and just let me brew uh on the kit but at the same time it takes days to get yourself you know when you're sort of researching a beer idea and you just need to go down that hole and you need to research it again if you're on the brew house you haven't got the time to really dig deep into that and and do it justice and there have been times where i've done enough to get the beer through uh, and i was like i wish i had the time to spend a bit more on that if i just changed the water treatment that little bit i could have really helped this pop you know that that little detail so i'm off the brew house now to make that happen um if that answers your question in a political answer <laughs> no <laughs> i think that does i think i think that definitely does um so like when it comes to making the recipes and just a question that's that i've just thought of as you were as you were saying that when it comes to making the recipes then do you still develop sort of the recipes yourself do you collaborate with the people that are on the blue the brew floor now or you know how how does that work when you're doing something that's as creative or experimental maybe um you know the way we work is my lead brewer Gary. I, I you know, I trust him, Russell and, and uh, Lewis on on the brew floor, and, and and a guy called Will from the states has just joined us. He's part time as well. Can't miss him all out. Um, everyone is with all the way through the beer beer's life, and we taste it all the way through. We analyze it. We go back through the recipe. If we come to you know, we've got a big unctuous beer. In terms of brewing a beer or designing one from scratch everyone very much appears to want me to do that (laughs) you know I've I've offered a few times anyone else want to anyone got an idea we need to fit a criteria of this on this month throw some ideas at me and no one ever actually goes I really want to brew that beer but if I say it's got this is the beer and it's got to hit this criteria this ph at this time this dry hop at this time I know they will get that done and they'll do it perfectly. So I'm very much the the creative one at the moment with 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 no one sort of fighting to uh take, take my chair. <laughs> it's probably a bit intimidating though, isn't it? Because like if you've come up with all these like amazing and creative recipes, there's probably like some element of like, oh, I don't want to be the one that suggests something and it's either too crazy or it doesn't work or like that would just be I can imagine at it least from what work. I would think I feel like from my from my position like I would be so terrified of like throwing something out there and then having it just be like no that is it's just that's gotta be such a kick to the ego to be like oh no I tried I tried to get creative and it didn't work oh well there's 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 no wrong, wrong uh, there's no bad question stupid questions you know and if you make a mistake that's the we bloody learn you know, there's sort of things that you want to embrace people to do, but the brewing aspect, we 100% need a pilot kit that we can just let guys write, this is your day, you have to brew something. <laughs> I was going to say, you should, you should make it mandatory. Liters. Get creative, yeah, do yeah, something yeah. wild. You <laughs> yeah, you know, even if it's every other month, like you, you've got two months to plan a recipe and, and it's going to be in our tap room only. Um, so yeah, I, I will... I will help uh, get get more creative and they're all incredible sounding board and um, we've yeah we've got a good pattern of learning between them and yeah maybe make it mandatory that every other month one of the brewers has to jump on that kit that's <laughs> a really good opportunity on the, on the brew side well. yeah absolutely like, yeah have a good have a good old play see what happens no wrong answers exactly in, in terms of like when I was um preparing the last part of this episode I came across some stuff that sounds like amazing like the granola apricot peach and honey pale I I was like don't put it like I was like putting an order later like don't even put the order wait until the next cold IPA comes out then put an order in uh, or the next IPA in the series comes out before you put an order in but I was like that sounds amazing and the cherry and red grape farmhouse style saison I was like you don't see red grape often like how do you come up with these ideas for flavors? like what inspires you to make these flavors combinations um i'm very very acute with uh flavors and my sense of of smell i don't tend to tell everyone because i don't want to freak them out um but i can get 
people to even hold a blend of two of our beers and swell them and I can pick up the two different beers. Oh, that's wow. impressive. That is impressive. Yeah. You need to go on one of those talent shows. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I'm very in tune. And and before beer, my main passion was was food. And um, now I'm, we've moved house. I'm, I'm trying to build an outdoor kitchen so that my downtime is hopefully then back on cooking again. Um, but flavours, smells, uh, all linked to emotion. Um, and and I can get one concept in my head that I'm really trying to achieve. Uh, or I can work backwards and literally look at the side of a cereal packet and go, how can I make this into a beer? And it's sort of taking yourself through a process of... Um, how do I translate this into beer and what is the what, what are people expecting from this um or it is how far can I push this with the previous brews we've done of similar beers and the quality control um let's push it a little bit further in this direction and actually see what happens and, and share the journey with people um so yeah it, it can be absolutely anything um bueno shake has become a core beer for us is one meant to be a one-off um it was inspired by a chocolate bar um i can't remember which chocolate bar it was um, escaping the escaping the mind yeah. you know. <laughs> so i feel like i really just wish like i really wish the label even just like right. hated See, what like, it might be but you didn't even you didn't even try to make the label yeah. even suggest <laughs> that's that's become one one of our, our best-selling beers um that's our dark um uh one of the regulars the core beer um we have coming out in uh easter which we haven't told many people at all is uh imperial barrel aged bueno shake so it's 11 oh. percent hazelnuts uh layers and layers of chocolate vanillin from the barrels themselves and buffalo trace bourbon whiskey and and they're all bottled and ready to go but we're we're letting them condition that a little bit longer and they'll be ready for easter yeah nice <laughs> that's gonna be amazing i had the mp i had the well, yeah the mp one. can brilliant yeah we actually had it together yeah and we had it um <laughs> we were at um a place in canterbury called the good shed and mm. it's like a little, yeah. And so, farmers um, markety. It's like, yeah. And so <laughs> she'd come down to visit me, and she's like, oh, "I'm gonna, I'm just gonna go see what they've got inside." Comes back out with a hazelnut cream pastry, and yep. there we are, sat eating the hazelnut cream pastry with the Bren- with the imperial Breno shake. Oh my god! Like, yeah, I've, I've got a photo. Fo- yeah. Oh, people will just like murder me in terms of cream <laughs> glassware because I took a photo of it where I sort of like had it resting, like you would yeah. like a orange slice. <laughs> on the side of the glass um yeah no I don't think anybody's actually said anything but I probably ended up on like dirty glass mafia or something as like a disgrace why would I do that but yeah I I I still have a can of the um normal I've got a can of the normal bueno um but I had the impy one and it was so good it was so good (laughs) if you're fan I will put a note to send you out a bottle of it um for, for for April Oh, no, I have to. Oh, we'll, we'll I'll buy, buy it. it. Yeah. <laughs> I like. Don't even joke. I'll buy it. Like, buy it more. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Honestly, like mm, my husband wanted to. I've got the the normal bueno because I was telling my husband about it. I was like, when it came out, I was yeah. like, oh my god, like look at this. And um, he was like, I want to try that. <laughs> I was like, okay. I was like, chill. And it's like he, he very rarely, he very rarely is like yeah can we get that I want to try like he rarely comes to me and is like can we get that I want to try that and that was one of the ones that he was like uh, please don't drink that without me and I was like I won't I promise <laughs> and we did a 4.2 percent bueno um it came out um January just a nice low ABV version of it as well and it is such a massive beer for 4.2 percent oh, wow no that's so, yeah, I was gonna say like I, that is what is the normal one like what is the ABV on the normal but yeah I just with that like do you feel a certain amount of pressure then to get like you were saying about how your senses like you do have these very um the senses that can pick up this stuff very easily in that sense um do you feel like pressure to get the flavors to match quite closely when you make something like a bueno or is it more just like it'll be interesting to take 
like the deconstructed elements of it and put it together or do you really want to make sure you hit that mark and feel the pressure of that um I don't know if I see it as is pressure um I'd see it probably more as passion and an obsession than than pressure like I I have to do this <laughs> um you know the, the the cherry saison uh cherry red grape is um something on a work together with trying to create i had something with cherry and almonds like a frangipan and just and we've done a bakewell tart before which is sort of close to that journey um am i still here yeah you are you are yeah (laughs) (laughs) um and then yeah we wanted to showcase one a fantastic saison yeast strain french saison yeast Drain, um, but to it's more of a wild, like um, a natural wine. So, nice. really wanted to that cherry character. You get this gentle almondy character. This is all about tiny little balances. Um, more of a descriptive when you get a wine. In, in, in wine, you can sort of describe, you know, um, petals and and green tea on little nuances but when you say beer people want more of a punch in the face of it it's like it says coconut i want bounty bars you know <laughs> it craft is slightly different but yeah. this, this was more of a uh let's 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 let these gentle characters come but we will put a whopping great volume of of cherries into this it was it was yeah off the town of cherry puree Ooh. went into <laughs> yeah. yeah when i saw that i did like immediately it caught my attention because I did think like red grape doesn't get used often. And I was just like this, if this isn't like a wine, like, like, I don't know what, like what would be. Cause yeah, it's, I thought it was just really interesting to throw like cherry and red grape together. So have you had it yet? No, no, no. I literally, as I was, as I was um, writing stuff up today, I was like, I'm going to need to put it in order. Cause I was looking through the <laughs> website and I was like, Oh, that sounds really good. Oh, that sounds really good. And I was like, I shouldn't really be buying anything. And I was like, Oh shit, I'm going to have to buy, aren't I? <laughs> I'm gonna have to put, I was like, I'm going to have to put in order. Cause I can't just now unsee all these things that sound really good and really interesting. So for the podcast, you got me. You got so, me. I'm going to so dangerous. For the I'm just going to pretend it's a podcast order. I'll yeah. be like, Oh, I'm putting in this podcast order. And my husband's going to be like, didn't you already record with them? I'll be like, no, no, the connection no. just, we had to reschedule. Yeah. That's, that's what we tell the husbands. We're just like, that, but that's podcast beer. Like that's yeah. different. It's in the other bits. <laughs> not proud of it. Research. This is right. very essential things. Yeah. Very <laughs> and she and she's very got important. the added bonus. Of like when it's like, oh, it's a beer. Like, that's work thing. beers. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have that excuse. I just am like, oh, Joe. She just keeps uh, sending me things. Yeah, I don't know. It's crazy. <laughs> she's in the boot of her car yesterday when we met up. She had three boxes from my house of beer that I'd collected up for her. Yeah, it wasn't great. Did you, you meet in car parks and, and <laughs> no, because, because we, we were brewing together. We were brewing yeah. together. Um, uh, okay, okay. I haven't. Yeah. She, she got yeah. some stuff over the Christmas period yeah. when I was in the US, and then we haven't. This brew got pushed out, yeah. um, like quite a bit. So we well, supposed yeah. we're supposed to do, I think, in Jan originally. Yeah. So she it wasn't supposed to have them for that long, no. and then it was like, well, I could get this podcast one because I still have your beers, and I'm putting it in yeah. order. It's like, okay. We can get this one as well. And then yeah. next thing I know, she's rocked up with like... I was like, you've got pots. three boxes and a bag <laughs> of beers at my house. But <laughs> some of it's for the podcast, so it's fine. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. Anyways, it's not about my habits. We can't waste all this time talking about my habits. Let's uh, <laughs> let's move on. So I got, as, as part of what um, Joe had put in my bag, there was this um, tea bag for the Bird and Blend tea coat that you yeah, guys Yeah, I'm done. excited about this beer. Yes. That is really interesting. How did that come to fruition <laughs> uh, yeah so um a great independent brighton-based uh tea mixologists so bird and blend they've just done a, a another big crowdfunding that they're, they're doing extremely well and and they keep growing and what they're trying to do in, or that what they are doing successfully very well but there aren't as much competition as, as we have in, in the beer industry uh, is they're challenging what, what a tea is and, and, and bringing fun uh, to it, but with really good quality ingredients. So they started from, from a flat in Brighton. I started from a shed in Brighton. 
Um, so met up with the guys and um, it was a no-brainer. We, we had to do something together. So with with their tees, we, we had a selection of tees and it was like, with this one, we could do something with a coach and with this one, it would probably work. And, and, and what we actually ended up doing was fun on a lot of different levels. So it's a raspberry tea sour. So the the tea itself has raspberries, like whole freeze-dried raspberries. Uh, It has a a green tea in there uh, and it has blue pea shoots, uh, blue pea flowers, sorry, uh, that give the colour. So they're natural, they're 100% natural. And when you um, add uh, lemon juice or something with a different acidity, it changes the type of blue as well. So we did uh, a raspberry Berliner Weiss space, pretty much. And then we built up their tea with the blue pea flowers and uh, the green tea. Excuse me, I think black tea, actually. And um, then we did a giant tasting together, found a sweet spot. But um, blue pea flowers are extremely expensive. I can <laughs> <And> imagine. <laughs> Yeah. We we didn't know at the time how they were affected with acidity. So oh, yeah. we then made a sour, which is much lower acidity. So they had to, we had to put far more blue pea oh, no. to try and get this bluish purplish colour. Um, and we already had uh, a raspberry, like lots of real fresh, um, oh, sorry, pasteurised raspberries in there. So the, the beer was red. Yeah. So and we brought a pH down. So they said they were contributing the blue peas, which was like oh no, more expensive than rocket fuel. <laughs> oh, um, so oh, we, no. we 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 met halfway in the end, and, and we went together. So like we can't finish the concept and not bring this color to it now. Yeah, that's um, the thing, isn't it? Because once you start it, and then you're like, this is going to be an amazing idea, and then it's in your head. Yes, you can't, and you've got the right balance, and you've got like, oh, yeah. you can't. You're like. But we can't just give up on it now. <laughs> there's, a really, <laughs> there's a really great phrase that one of my artist friends used to say, and it was like she's writing creative checks that she's got, like she's signing creative checks that she's got a cash. Like now she's decided she's got to cash that check. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. You got to go away. Yeah, got to um, do it now. Got to do it now. Yeah. We're we're in it. You just answer the question, like one of my questions is um, going to be where there are yeah, challenges it, it, with it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, that was that was the massive challenge. Uh, uh, yeah, we we literally had. Um, I think originally we thought it was going to be like eight kilos or something like that. We ended up with like over thirty kilos. Oh, wow! And if you picture the flowers, how light they are, yeah. they came in these oh, giants. <laughs> And then we were, we were trying to steep them in like 80 degree water. So they were pasteurized, making like a dye out of them. And then we were trying to under pressure with low oxygen, obviously, inject yeah. them straight back into the tank. Oh, no. um, but the beauty of it is it, it actually cascades through the glass as well because it's got body to it. And, and, and there's, there's you know debris from the flowers as such. Yeah. You sort of get this lighter color at the top and it goes through purples, pinks and reds all the way wow. to the bottom of the glass. Um, but it actually tastes very nice as well. Uh, and, and, and we had a couple of people say it was their favourite beer of the year. Um, oh, wow. So, yeah, it was it was a nice byproduct of the colour and the interest of it. Um, but at the same time, it, it is actually a gorgeous, really refreshing, easy drinking beer. It sounds lovely. <laughs> yeah, sold. I've got Wicked. one. I've got one. <laughs> I was just going to say, I was like, I, I didn't notice it. them on the website. Are they yeah, still on there? Or Joe, can you take it to show? Yeah, we'll, we'll take out. the next oh, one we're, we're together. Probably sold out now. Yeah. I think I've you probably one. are because I feel like I saw. I feel like I saw it come out, and then it was like you just couldn't, like I couldn't yeah. find it after that. But yeah. that is, uh, yeah. Amazing. Well, we're going to do another collab with them this year. So we've been drinking different teas nearly every day. I think today's was a hot cross bun tea. Oh, interesting. Um, we, we've we got a Victoria sponge cake coming up, which I'm very excited about doing. Uh, maybe a pastry stout with that one. But um, yeah, they're, they're, they're awesome. And we'll definitely keep working together. And you add the actual tea into the beer as well. Um, so yeah, we... we broke this one down um because of of the process of it so we then got them to give us the 
uh, tea separate on its own okay. and the blue pea flowers separate on their own and then we do a tasting they all came down uh, we had food and drinks together evening and then we were doing increments of the color and increments of the tea itself um, and finding that sweet spot to make it a, a true okay so i've worked with tea in beer before i stole that from drew at boutillias um at what yeah. what point do you add the tea when you're adding tea to beer um we really want to control that uh etc we actually do a separate steeping of the tea um i've built a, a clean in place cip unit or sorry i haven't personally built it but i designed it and with our cip unit we can actually pressurize one side of it um and the other side of it can pressurize and heat so with that we can fill up with uh bring the water up to basically everything's clean Mm -hmm. and safe and then we can add our ingredients and then we can then purge it with co2 and we can inject that into tank but we've also then got a flow meter so with that we will do small additions and create a massive spreadsheet where we do really small additions blind taste it amongst everyone and then we find some sweet spots what people do and don't like um and and it's very important to have a a wide range of palettes in, in in to do that um and then we decide that's a sweet spot we're ejecting exactly made is going into that beer so it's controllable it's safe and we can really learn that ingredient um how do you put it in so i cold brew it and then i add it similar but in a much smaller scale i cold brew it and then just before i bottle i'll add little bits and taste it before i put it in bottle there you go yeah you're building up your base case yeah yeah absolutely um we cold brew coffee so coffee we will um again bring up to 80 degrees with the water and then we'll cool that down and add our coffee just to try and kill off as many microbes as possible um but we find Boiling coffee beans or well pouring coffee beans versus cold side is you get such a smoother experience from that coffee and and, yeah. and none of like the lower tannins uh, or harshness or astringency from it. It's much smoother. So yeah, we we much prefer the cold steep our coffee. Yeah, definitely. It's prime time for you to say that as well because we like <laughs> literally just put out our episode that's come out this week was all on coffee. <laughs> and really? It was coffee and yeah. brewing with coffee. Yeah. Have you had the coffee bark? <laughs> oh, I think no. I've got I think I've got it in my box over here. I'm gonna have to bring some of these and we're gonna have to share them. Well, yeah, we're gonna have to share them. We're <laughs> yeah. gonna just, just yeah. do some sharesies. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll i'll bring i'll bring a piece offering i'll bring something to yeah. share it's fine yeah Check um, out the coffee i love yeah. coffee so i'm like any any coffee beers like i'm happy with it especially when it's like i actually find like when it's coffee and a beer that's not a stout i'm almost like more interested in it as well because then it's even more unique and i'm like I need to have that now like if it's a coffee pale or um we had the coffee double like we had the coffee double the other day from um phantom in brew york and i've had um good chemistries coffee pale and it was amazing and like all that kind of stuff when i see coffee used in a way that's not a stout i'm almost more drawn to it because i'm like that's unique and i love coffee and i'm in i'm all in but i do love a coffee stout as well so (laughs) Have you had any of our white stouts in the past? I don't think I have. Oh, I'm trying to think because I think I might have. I think I, I might stout. have because I love white stouts yeah. as well. And I feel like I had it on tap somewhere. So I can't remember if I did. We did white stout with um, a coffee grower in Nicaragua. Ooh. Oh, wow. That's interesting. make use of the cherry around the coffee bean. Oh, wow. Have you heard of Pacamara? No. But I find it interesting that you mentioned that they make use of the coffee cherry because that was part of, if anyone's listened to this, that's listened to the coffee one. Um, I was one of the facts that I sort of pulled out was like back in the day, they actually think they used to make like a wine out of coffee cherries. Um, yeah. And I was saying how it would be so interesting for somebody to come in and utilize coffee cherries nowadays in a beer 
or a wine or anything like a wine like maybe a barley wine or something like that I said that'd be quite interesting um but then I said oh there's got to be some limitations on that though because to use the coffee cherry it's got to be pretty fresh and and all that so it's interesting that you're saying they actually utilize the coffee cherry because um yeah I don't think I've heard of many people utilizing that um yeah they sun they sun dry and vacuum pack okay to do another one this year um but uh it's it's cheers and and leather and tobacco um peaches being sort of the lighter note and the sweetness to it Uh, but they are intensely high in caffeine they are like really strong in caffeine and they were banned in the states for a while they made them illegal over there for a while um but yeah we I, i worked producer out in nicaragua um where a, a guy i met on spoke to him on the phone and he used to work for the senate and he left washington and went to this farm and said look i'm i'm going to help you guys go direct to the source we're going to cut out the middle people and all the money is going to go back into the community so he started helping and build schools in in that area uh and yeah he, he was like what do i do with this like i i anything you guys can do so we, we made um a cold press summer white stout, I think it was called, but that's oh. that's about three years ago when I was still still brewing at a contract brewery. Yeah, that does sound yeah, amazing. Sounds amazing. It sounds really interesting. Like that's yeah. the kind of stuff that I gravitate towards because I'm like, that's interesting. Not just anybody's doing that. I, I want to try it, and it's even if it's something that's not normally to my taste. Like obviously, I don't. If it's not normally to my taste, I don't like judge it and go like oh that's right it's not to my taste but sometimes I go it's not to my taste but it sounds so interesting that I just need to try it for myself and I gravitate towards that stuff just because I'm like (laughs) like take pickle beers I'm like don't like pickles but if I see that I'm like that's really interesting I need to give it at least give it a go and then nine times out of ten I'm like not for me but five out of five because you really nailed that Oh yeah, I I've, I mean I've had your stouts. I know your stouts are good. Uh, stouts are amazing. So it's like be so interested to see like the white stouts that you guys do. Okay, I will bring that back this year. There is definitely a slot for it. <laughs> amazing. <laughs> amazing. This is we make things happen here. Yes. Yeah, we're doing <laughs> magic. Going the notes. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Um, speaking of like this year though, are, are you guys planning on attending any festivals this year, or are you having any specific events that people might want to sort of keep an eye out for and and check you guys out at? Yeah, we're we're finally going to be able to do a bit of a circuit. So um, we're on with. Uh, uh, we are beer. We're, we're partners with those guys now. So we're going to be at um, Bristol, London, Manchester, um, and Edinburgh. Um, so yeah, awesome. we're going to be an exciting to us. Touchwood. Uh, we will be having our own birthday party, which Yay! we've been dying for. Um, so for three years, we have uh, a list of things that we have wanted to do, uh, including uh axes that will be in character for the entire duration of our birthday party uh from from mad hatters to people that are doing card tricks um to uh, artists uh many different forms of artists performing throughout uh the whole festival we're going to have everyone who's who's worked and collabed with us uh to over over fire and coals um we're we're really going to push it out we nearly bought it we were so close we were going to have inflatable giant uh zilla um (laughs) character (laughs) actually floating up in the air like a blip as well um we got loads of ideas we 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 are hopefully going to really go for it um it might get so big that we need to hire somewhere nearby um just to cater for it but um i think that's my, my most exciting one <laughs> oh, that year. is exciting that i'm gonna keep amazing. definitely gonna keep eyes out for that yeah because that'll be yeah. but that's the excuse that i need to be like <laughs> finally getting down there and i'm gonna do it um yeah that's it that's gonna be that is the excuse um <laughs> So conscious of time, because we don't want to keep you too much longer, because we know you've already been super generous with your time anyways, and it's a weeknight, and you probably, we know how your schedule is now, because you just said everything that you do. (laughs) (laughs) So we don't want to keep you. But we were, we used to do a thing where we'd have, um, name that beer, and we'd read out um, 
to the brewery the description of their beer and we'd see if they could guess the name of their beer based on that description and it's literally just four beers that we'll read out joe and i will alternate and then you can guess it i can give you some hints if you want if we can give you abv hints i guess if you want um and then we've decided we're going to create a winner's circle for anyone that gets all four because we've got multiple people that have got all four no pressure at all (laughs) um but yeah we're like instead of tiebreakers let's just create a winner's circle so that's the thing we're going to do now so um do you want to try to enter the winner's circle okay All right, I'll I'll go with the first one because yeah. I'm there's one I really wanna I wanna say. Um, <laughs> I just wanna I just wanna hear you say the name of this out loud. Six point eight percent chocolate chip cookie dough stout using a specialist malt bill and cacao nib uh, cocoa nibs to create a liquid cookie dough experience. Chocolate chip. <laughs> it's not called that though. What is the what is the full name of that? Um, uh, go hard or go home. Go home, do hard or go home. Yeah. Do hard or go home. Yeah, you got it. I just wanted to hear you say the name of that out loud, and also um, wanted to use this opportunity to say, please, please rebrew that because that sounds fucking amazing, <laughs> and I really want to try it. That sounds incredible. That is my first one done. You've got one on the board, Joe. There I'm is right. a reiteration of that beer coming out, and it will be called Chalky Chip. Yes. Yay! Okay, cool. Well, that's yeah. me happy then. I can, yeah. I can finish this happy. <laughs> for, we could just say you hit the winner circle just for doing Next that. Yeah. <laughs> well. on number two. <laughs> right, number two. Full of bright tropical fruits coming from Cryo Citrus, Mosaic, Azaka and Simcoe. This hoppy number delivers a pillowy soft mouthfeel in a hazy tropical treat. That is one of our Nipa series, isn't it? Yes, I think so. But they all had numbers. I can't remember. No, numbers. this has this, oh, has, this, a, is, this has a name on that. Yeah, no, this one's words. This one's yeah, words. It is three words. We'll give you that. Yeah, and it's six point two percent. So hot right now. <gasps> no. no. Not so hot right now. Oh no. No. Do you want the answer? We did in so many. <laughs> I was gonna say that is that is an absolute that's an absolute challenging one then because yeah I didn't really think about how many nippers we did. Joe, do you want to reveal which one it Um, is? That one was sweet and hazy. Sweet and hazy, absolutely, yeah, (laughs) lovely beer, great beer. So, so we'll go we'll go to number three now. Juicy and tangy with cherries, blackberries topped with vanilla, honey, and cinnamon. Oh, that's the collab we did with Brew York cherry berry pie i'm gonna give it to so you because yeah. i'm gonna give yeah. it to you because it was cherry berry pastry sour, yeah. pastry sour cherry berry. Go. i'm gonna give it to you though because yeah. you said there cherry berry and yeah, that was probably berry. the most key part of that so we'll give you that one thank <laughs> <Yeah>. you <laughs> right. so 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 just to just to point out we do uh three <laughs> new beers every month <laughs> yeah, yeah that's well, a lot to be fair <laughs> To be fair, Do as I, I was looking through, there was like <laughs> over. We'll give you a little bit of leeway on that. I give you a lot of leeway because as I was going through, there was like 120 to choose from. And I was like, I, I'm just going to pick for the last few years because yeah. it's, yeah, there was a lot there. And yeah, you get all the leeway. Don't worry. Um, Thank you. <laughs> right. Last one. Last one. A beach belly ready beer with Australian and US hops. That is three Bs. <gasps> no no way <laughs> this is it is you've got so many you're like that oh, is shit. no that's home and away how can that not be freebie oh my gosh that was a long long time ago that's what uh, to be fair, to, to, be fair to be fair she actually, she actually picked the hardest one because that's the oh, I did think I? that's one of the oldest ones on the, yeah. i only had the cold pressed summer stout and the home and away those were like the two oldest ones for 2018 <laughs> she managed to pick the one all right do you want do you want a redemption one that, that. Oh, we could ruin it. I could think of bigger holes. No, 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 no. I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you a redemption one, right? And it will be one okay, from last week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll give you one from from a year ago, right? Uh... <laughs> a lot of them are so difficult because they didn't have names, so I couldn't pick. Like it was like like you said, it was Numbers. like Nipa number one and stuff. And yeah, I was like, well, do shit, numbers. I can't do that. that. That's making it. No. I was like, that's really hard. So I'll give you this one. Uh, a 
you just need to know the name because I know you know the beer. A <laughs> 5.7 cross between a New England and a West Coast Pale Hop with Idaho 7 Citra and Simcoe. Full tropical flavour and aroma from the hops. A clean malt profile with a mouthfeel that sits between the mu- uh, the two much-loved styles. And it was a collaboration you did with record label True Thoughts. Liner notes. You're correct. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> See, I'll give you the. You get the redemption on that one. There you go. Woo! We'll even. We're, we're gonna. We're gonna replace that and say you got three out of four because just Joe asked you the one from stupid yeah. long ago. I'll edit it. Edit that it, out and post work it. Work. <laughs> but yeah, oh, I love it. Thank you. Thank you. So, that's 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 that concludes kind of everything that we were gonna say. Yeah. Really, like anything we were gonna sort of cover i think that's that's the peak right there yeah that is definitely the but, peak and now's your I've opportunity to plug. the rolling the rolling win of remembering the beers know, that right. destroyed it but you have like a million beers yeah i think that i think it's fine <laughs> and they're all super creative like i don't you expect somehow you could send the smell down the down the, yes i would, I would tell you exactly like, i know what that is <laughs> Names and numbers I can't remember very well, I must admit. Well, that's exactly that's exactly why there were so many of them that were numbers and, yeah. and I was like, oh, I was like, oh no. Like I was like, I can't ask these ones. I was like, that's not fair. Cause how are you gonna be like well, that was definitely number three? Uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, I don't that's not fair. Oh, no. But yeah, now's no, your I'll take that, I'll take that. To plug anything you yeah, want. Yeah, anything you want to plug. Oh, um, so our latest collaboration with Fallen Acorn, uh, who come from a background of traditional brewing. Mm. My um, mentor was the ex-head brewer of, of Green King. Um, it was really great to do something all about the malts. So we have done a wee heavy with oh, Heather and Honey. Oh, amazing. Um, and that will be coming out this week. We are doing a launch in our tap room uh, on Friday, as are they. But they are also going to be down in Southsea with our team um, at the Greenwich. And they'll be doing a, a launch and a promo there for it as well. So, um, yeah, if you get an opportunity this week, um, keep your eyes out or come down and see us. Amazing. Amazing. Um, where can people find you on social media? Is that, are you on Instagram, Facebook? Oh, we're very fortunate if you put unbarred into anywhere, we seem to come up at the top. Nice. <laughs> that was a good choice of name. <laughs> no, that is brilliant. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule to talk to us. Um, on, Thank on you, guys. <laughs> it's really appreciated. Yeah, it's been really fun. No, thanks a lot. You take care. Uh, I really enjoyed that conversation. Yeah, that was really fun. It was really fun. Like, and I just like... I feel like he's just such a lovely person as well. Like the stuff he was saying and the flavors yeah. that he plays with, like just makes me want to go and drink more on Bard because so it's so interesting. interesting. <laughs> so interesting. Yeah. And like just like the way that they're playing with things and um, the different brewing processes that they're doing and the community that they're building. Like, oh, and all like all the, 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 yeah, like the charity yep. stuff. And yeah, I'm just very, keen and yeah. just drinking even more <laughs> I think for me like that's the thing is I I can find them probably a lot easier than maybe some other people because I'm not massively far away yeah um so they maybe are like a bit more it's kind of like that thing with phantom of like you were like I don't really know much about yeah, them until and, you until I me. mentioned it because it was close to me but equally there were places that I didn't know near you because it yeah. just wasn't close enough so I've definitely like seen them a bunch before um and and like yeah bought them when I've gone out places and stuff but um probably obviously not as much as if I were actually literally in you know in Brighton yeah but it just makes me want to go and buy more from them because I said the, the flavors just so 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 interesting I, when I was doing my research I genuinely properly was like should I just put one in the basket <laughs> or like and then just I was like no it was it was that um I can only describe it as like that scene from the Grinch um <laughs> with Jim Carrey when he's like I'm going to the party and then he's like I'm not I am I'm get not stoked, I am stoked, yeah, yeah that was that was me I was like I should I should order this and then I was like no, no. yes no no yes no, no. okay <laughs> and then I was like no 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 be good for now be an and adult. then just and then just talking to him I'm like Oh, I want to buy more beer now. Okay, fine. Yeah, I'll fine. do it. I'll, I'll, <laughs> fine, I'll give you my money. Fine, I'll do it. 
<laughs> so so yeah. basically, this, the moral of this story is, please go and buy Unbud's beer. Support not, good people and but, good beer. Not until we've bought some. <laughs> yeah. After Again, as usual, people, yeah. follow the drill. We buy it. Then you then can you go can and have buy it. it. <laughs> had what i wanted um because i am selfish and greedy and i want to talk to you about good beers but i want to drink them um so if i don't have them nobody can ha 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 i'm just kidding um on that note i'm excited i want to go finish the rest of my cold ipa um yeah. and my juicy because i'm just they were very good beers and they i just really want to go drink beers. them um, so joe yes over to you where can people find you i'm not even going to give you a prompt no. i'm just going to throw just... it over to you because i want to drink this beer yeah you can find me you can find me in all the places um you can find a woman's brew which was my personal account but it's basically the podcast account now spoiler alert i think we might be I think we coming might up commandeer some... it yeah there's some changes that might be coming yes. in the future changes positive changes foot. yes um, so, but Watch this space for those because we have plans. Um, but <laughs> uh, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter as a woman's brew. There will be mostly podcast content on that one. If you'd like to speak to me, the one that I check more regularly, and if you'd like to come and learn about beer styles, talking about beer, drinking <laughs> beer, um, brewing beer, come to my beer school, Love Beer Learning. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Pinterest. We also have a website, which is lovebeerlearning.co.uk, and you can get hold of me at lovebeerlearning at gmail.com. We are currently picking up uh, emails for the podcast there as well. Tori, where can they find you? Yeah, if you want to come talk to me about amazing people in the mm. industry that I need to check out and give who do my we money need, to, like our bars, give your money to good people, they make good products. I'm going to do that with Unbarred. Um, yeah. If there's anybody else that I should know about that I need to give my money to that I don't already, um, come and find me on Instagram. I'm adventures underscore in underscore optimism. And you'll find some interesting content on both of ours at the moment about a certain brew day that we did recently. Oh, yes. Watch out. I was podcast <laughs> on that. I did have a moment where there's going to be some very interesting content. And I was like, what have I posted recently? <laughs> <laughs> but you were you right. Have. Really no. good stuff. Yeah. Excellent stuff. And I've got some good TikToks on there now. I'm yeah. You are doing good TikToks now. Yeah. <laughs> There's some good ones. But well on done. that note, let's go drink our cold IPAs before they them. get warm. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>